This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives and co-author of the book Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. We have some guests in the studio today from the Veterans Administration, so we're taking your calls on veterans' benefits. We'll also let you know when a number of town hall meetings will be held around the state. And Ryder is here, as always, to answer any personal finance questions that you might have. Give us a call this morning to join the program. Our phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464, or if you're not near a phone, you can always email the show, money at mpbonline.org. So good morning to everyone. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, we'll get to the folks from the VA in just a minute, but uh, Ryder, we always like to talk about uh, financial news that might be in the news, and I guess... Uh, uh, tariffs still on a lot of people's minds. Uh, tariffs still going kind of back and forth on tariffs. And, you know, you've kind of seen that a little bit in, in the stock market still, you know, we'll have a, a big down day when someone, you know, says they're going to ban Levi's jeans. And then we'll have a big up day when everyone's like, no, no, I actually like the new 501s. Um, <laughs> uh, but what ha- uh, last week, you know, beginning of the month, we always like to talk about the employment situation. Um, this was kind of a mixed bag in the employment report. Fewer than much, many fewer than expected uh, new jobs filled. But one thing that really stood out, which is a good positive sign, is that the employment participation rate uh, increased. So for you know just kind of a quick primer uh your the unemployment rate is about 4.1 percent that's what it was last time people were expecting it to go down a little bit it didn't uh but you're only considered unemployed if you don't have a job and you're kind of looking for one so if you're just not even looking for a job it you don't count so if you're you know if you're a a stay-at-home mom or dad uh and you're not worried about having a job you you don't count in the labor force Uh, um, but the percent of people who are looking for jobs or kind of in that job search or have a job, that's considered the labor force. And so that ticked up a little bit. A few people kind of came out of not working at all and not even interested in working to having jobs. So that was a good sign. Uh, if, if you listen to the radio or watch TV, you've probably heard ads for, oh, such and such is hiring, so-and-so is hiring, they're offering great bonuses, and that's pulling people into the labor force, which is kind of exciting. Uh, just a quick tangent there. Uh, you mentioned Levi's. I've, I've discovered that denim uh, is an excellent scratching post for cats. Uh, my cat <laughs> has attacked my jeans. However, much to uh, the, the denim is a fairly resilient uh, fabric because it's it, my jeans are still in good shape. So I'm very happy that he can be satisfied in sharpening his claws and, and I can still wear my jeans wherever I go. Well, you know, there was a report uh, the other day about how denim is, is – the sales have not been great because everyone's wearing yoga pants. And you know what? Yoga pants don't stand up to cat That's scratches. Exactly. So I think we have a new way to pitch jeans. <laughs> but also, you know, we, we've been talking about the tariffs and you mentioned how some volatility, some ups mm-hmm. and downs in the market. I, I guess this is a good time to remind folks that as an investor, maybe it's always a good idea to not try to freak out one way or the other. Right. Yes. Yeah. So some people want to try to trade this, but you don't know what news is 
is coming out the minute after the market closes. You you don't know, and and if you do, then it's insider trading. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, you, you don't want to time this. You know you know if you have cash and you are looking to invest, you know yeah, investing on a down day is a great thing, but don't you know try to oh it went up today, I'm going to sell all my socks. I went down today, I'm going to buy them all. You're gonna you're going to end up missing it more times than you get it right. Also, I think you'd probably drive yourself nuts trying to trying to do that. Uh, I definitely know people who have. All right. So, uh, Ryder's here to take some personal finance questions if you have one. But also, we have some special guests uh, from the VA. They're going to be talking about veterans' benefits. Uh, the phone number, if you'd like to join the conversation, is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 Again, if you'd like to uh, email the show, you can. It's money at mpbonline.org. So, joining us this morning is uh, Skip Solomon from the VA's National Cemetery Association, Tammy Fowler, the Assistant Director at the Jackson VA Regional Office, and Dr. David Walker is the Medical Center Director of the uh, G.V. Sonny Montgomery VA Medical Center in Jackson. So thank you all for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. And I think what I'll do is kind of just throw questions out in, you know, without any specific person, but whoever wants to kind of uh, jump in and uh, and give an answer, that's great. It's same thing uh, with the phone calls. Uh, and if, you know, more than one person uh, wants to say something, uh, that's great, too. Just uh, we, we want to give folks the most uh, complete information that we possibly can. So let's start off by what exactly is the definition of a veteran? I've stumped the panel on the first question. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that one. Okay. So a veteran is someone that has been on active duty uh, or in the National Guard reservists um, that have served their time um, in their military time. um, That makes them eligible. So while they're on active duty, they're a service member. But once they're discharged, they are a veteran. Is there a minimum length of service that they need to have to qualify for veteran benefits? Uh, depends on the type of benefit that they're going for, whether it's medical assistance that they're needing. Um, there's not a minimum time as far as um, entitlement to compensation benefits. Um, their uh, stipulation as far as pension benefits, uh, maybe also on their loan guarantee and their education. There's minimum requirements. And, and in health care, so there, there are about 20 million veterans, about 9 million are in health care. The uh, previous secretary made a change last year to allow those veterans that were discharged other than honorable, who therefore would not be eligible for care, to be eligible for acute mental health care. And, and the reason is that with 22 suicides a day, of veterans across the United States. Uh, We're not doing enough. And so that is one way to decrease the number of suicides. So those individuals, they have to get the care in the VA. We won't send them out into the private sector. We take care of it. Uh, And so that's an actual group uh, that is eligible now that would not have uh, been before. And and then they've, there's been some recent changes. The first year after someone is, uh, leaves the military, they're eligible for mental health care, regardless of whether they were in combat or not. Uh, and then if somebody's been in combat for the first five years, they're automatically eligible, regardless of their income. Uh, and then if somebody has a service connection, or we call it a disability, then they're eligible for care for that uh, service connection. So uh, it's... 
it's uh, unfortunately it's uh, there are a lot of different categories and what I would say is if, if somebody's in need we would rather have them ask and not assume they aren't eligible. Okay. Uh, this is a UCAN opportunity to, uh, to learn about veterans' benefits. So if you are a veteran or you know someone who is, uh, this would be a good time to call in and try to get some information. Repeat the phone number. It's one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. I thought we could start off, if we could, talking a little bit about uh, education assistance. Um, our producer said that uh, uh, her friend, many of her friend's friends, uh, said that they joined the service to take advantage of educational assistance. So uh, what types of benefits um, do service members receive uh, in terms of continuing education uh, when they're veterans? All right. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about that. It, first of all, it's not just for veterans, but it's also for unmarried surviving spouses and some dependent children of veterans. Okay. So one of the most significant changes that we've had since post 9-11 uh, GI Bill is that it's a lifetime benefit now. You know, and it, it just does away with the 15-year limit, you know, that, that the veterans had when they were discharged. Um, it can actually restore GI Bill entitlement, provides relief to those affected by some of the school closures, and it provides full post-9-11 GI Bill benefits even to Purple Heart recipients. It expanded the eligibility for National Guard and Reserved, and it also establishes a STEM scholarship program and expanded the survivor's benefits. One of the other options is that there's also a new FRI scholarship, and that is for benefits of the children of service members who die in the line of duty after uh, September 10th of 2001. Um, there's also, like I said, for the surviving unmarried surviving spouses and their dependent children. And the eligibility for that is service members who died during active military service or veterans who die of a service-connected disability or veterans who were rated permanently and totally disabled due to a service-connected disability at the time of death. Okay. So is it primarily uh, tuition assistance, or are there other ways that they can use the money from the GI Bill? Uh, it's a tuition assistance, and now it has even a stipend. Um, it gives them some form of monthly living. Um, if anybody wants further information as far as um, the education, entitlement, the requirements, and all of the eligibility, they can actually go to our GIBill.gov website, or they can call one 888 442-4551 and one of the uh, claims reps uh, answering the phone will be happy to assist them. Okay. Now I know all, people are always ask about student loans. Um, is there any sort of, if say you join the military after you go to uh, school, is there any sort of uh, forbearance period there? Is there any sort of forgiveness? Does that count towards the public service loan forgiveness program? Any of those? Any sort of benefits related specifically to loans? No, not under the GI mm -hmm. Bill program. We oh. have it in, under employment, uh, and so uh, individuals that uh, uh, come to work for us, mm -hmm. uh, the professional staff, can actually apply for loan forgiveness, and it's based upon so much per year right. for each year uh, that they serve with us. Okay. As I mentioned at the top of the show, a number of uh, veterans-related events coming up uh, that we want to tell you about, and we'll be mentioning them throughout the hour. Uh, the first one on our list here is the Saturday, of, uh, April 12th, which I believe is this Saturday, from 930 to 1 p.m. It's a veterans outreach event at the Chunky River Harley-Davidson uh, in uh, Meridian. It's on Bonita Lakes Drive. There will be VA representatives there on hand to answer questions. Uh, so again, that's the uh, Saturday, the uh, 12th of April from 930 to 1 uh, in Meridian. Okay. 
Thank you. Because you're right. Friday is the third. I don't know why I'm thinking Saturday. My bad. I, because it does say Saturday. All right. All right. What's that thing from uh, Anchorman where the guy just reads whatever put in front of him? So I'm sorry. That's Thursday, April 12th from 930 to 1 in Meridian. And again, we'll post these on our website. Uh, but we're going to be telling you about these events throughout the hour. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we are visiting uh, with some folks from the VA learning about benefits for veterans. Also looking for any personal finance questions that you have for us this morning. The number is one eight seven seven. MPB Ring. It's 1-877-672-7464. We'll be back with more of the show after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives and co-author of the book Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. Today we're visiting with some representatives of the VA, learning more about uh, vet, uh, benefits available to veterans. We have uh, Skip Solomon from the VA National Cemetery Association. Tammy Fowler is the Assistant Director at the Jackson VA Regional Office. And Dr. David Walker is the Medical Center Director for the GV Sonny Montgomery VA Medical Center in Jackson. If you have a question about veterans' benefits or a personal finance question for Ryder, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. And again, we've got some events that we want to tell you about concerning uh, veterans. We'll, I mentioned before the break, the Veterans Outreach event at the Chunky River Harley-Davidson on Bonita Lakes Drive in Meridian. It is Thursday, April 12th from 9.30 to 1 p.m. Uh, VA representatives will be on hand to answer questions. Also on Thursday in Jackson is a State Employee Health and Wellness Fair. It's at the Mississippi National Guard headquarters in Jackson on Riverside Drive. It goes from 9.30 to 1 p.m. on that Thursday. And again, VA representatives will be there to answer your questions as well. And one other one to mention, a Veterans Town Hall meeting uh, Tuesday, April 17th at 10 a.m. at the Washington County Convention Center in Greenville. Again, VA representatives on hand to answer any questions that you have. All right, uh, we've got some calls on the line, so why don't we go to the phones? We'll start off in Florida. Wood. Lori has called in today. Good morning, Lori. You're on the air. Go ahead, please. Good morning. My father, who was 86 years old, just died in December, left the Air Force uh, 50 years ago and was told he could either have a $50 life insurance policy or a lump sum of cash to get started after the Air Force. He chose the life insurance policy. He forgot totally about it. He worked. He raised five children. And two years ago, a friend of his was talking about his policy, and my father said, oh, my gosh, I think I have one of those. Checked into it, 
it was now worth over $60,000. And when he died in December, the VA, within one week's time, had all five of us a check for $13,000. All right. And I told my friend to check when her father died last month, and he had a policy, too, that he had forgotten about. So worth checking into. Very good. Thanks for your comment, Lori. Good good call there. And I'm sure it's always rewarding to know that uh, the, those benefits are getting uh, to the intended uh, recipient. So a good story from Lori there. Uh, now Mike's on the line from Alabama with a question for us. Good morning, Mike. Go ahead, please. Yes, good morning. Uh, when I was 18, I enrolled in the Air Force uh, Reserve. Um, I was called up for uh, active duty training, of course, and uh, then went into reserve duty. I was called up for active duty again during the Cuban crisis. Um, I served a total of approximately eight years from the beginning to the end of my enlistment. Uh, My question is, as a member of the Air Force Reserve, am I entitled to any veterans benefits? Okay. As far as on the VA benefit side, um, that's something that we definitely need to look into. Um, depends on if you have any current disabilities that might have um, began while you were on active duty or incurred while you were on active duty for training. Um, maybe also some presumptive conditions that we could look into. Um, you could probably call into our 1-800-827-1000 number and talk to one of our representatives. Um, if you're in the Jackson area, we would welcome you to come in and visit us at 1600 East Woodrow Wilson. here in Jackson. Um, And if you haven't signed up for an e-benefits account, you can sign up for e-benefits. And then we also have a myhealthevet.gov website that you can also go to to look at your overall benefits as far as disability, medical, national cemetery, life insurance, and so forth and so on. Okay. All right. I appreciate the information. You're so welcome, and thank you for your service. Thanks, Mike, for your call. Uh, Tell me if we could, let's go over those again, because I brought up a question if if people are interested about maybe what they might qualify for. It seems like you gave a couple of of ways to get in touch. The first one was a toll-free number, 1-800-827-1000. Yes, that's our national call centers. Okay. And then my... My, I've written it down and now. My healthy, my e, healthy vet. Evet.gov. <laughs> okay. Yes. My healthy evet.gov. Health. H-E-A-L-T-H. Yes. I'm sorry. I can't read my own writing this morning. <laughs> my healthy vet.gov. My, I'm, let me, let me he- let you he- say health, it. Health E, <laughs> not healthy. Health E. <laughs> that should be Mississippi easy. slang. <laughs> it's fun to remember I'm going to let Tammy say that from now on. And I'm sorry for messing that up. Right. Also, got it. <laughs> Also, you mentioned the e-benefits. So what, what was that? Ebenefits.gov. Okay. They can go in and apply for an account with there. Um, they can actually um, file uh, several of their claims online through ebenefits.gov. Okay, very good. Uh, looks like we have another question on the line. So let's welcome Jim, who's called in from Jackson today. Good morning, Jim. Go ahead, please. Yeah, just my question is about veterans. Uh, I happen to work at a, a state university uh, that... Uh, where I incurred a workplace inc- uh, a workplace incident that uh, resulted in workers' comp prescribing a emotional support dog for me, and it was made very clear to me that dogs and service animals and emotional support animals are not acceptable on this campus. And I'm wondering, there are so many veterans out there, and I'm sure there are veteran students going to that school. Some of them have uh, post-traumatic stress uh, uh, ailments, and probably some have had 
uh, the need for emotional support animals. Uh, and then I looked around campus, and you don't see any <laughs> anybody that would, you know, you go to a restaurant, you'll see a vet with an emotional support dog. Uh, I, I don't know what my question is, but the situation seems strange to me. I, I do... Uh, that a university would not have any veterans requiring emotional support dogs, given the state of the world. I, I guess, uh, do you have any comments about that? All right, Jim, uh, thanks for the call. Um, Dr. Walker? Yes, so we do know that uh, certainly uh, support animals uh, can be very helpful uh, for uh, veterans. I'm not aware of uh, public uh, facilities not allowing them. For instance, we allow them at uh, our facility. Uh, they have to be under control, uh, but that that's not surprising. And, and, and trained, certified animals are, are taught to be under control. Uh, so I haven't heard of that, uh, but uh, the uh, I will actually uh, see if I can get an answer at the uh, uh, Center for Veteran and Military Affairs at the University of Southern Mississippi, mm -hmm. uh, because their uh, certified university is, is the uh, friendly uh, for veterans uh, to see uh, what the stance is. I have not heard of that before, but I'll let you know. Okay. Thanks for your call, Jim. Uh, this is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. We're visiting today uh, with uh, some folks from the VA learning more about Veterans Administration benefits. Also, writers here for any personal finance questions. And again, the phone lines are open, so give us a call if you have a question. The number is one eight seven seven. MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. So, Dr. Walker, I imagine it's a huge topic, but if you could begin to tell us a little bit about some of the medical benefits and option for uh, veterans who live in Mississippi. Well, yes. So we are a, uh, a full hospital. Uh, we also have seven clinics throughout the state uh, that are on the southern. We've got uh, Natchez, Macomb, and Hattiesburg. We have Meridian. Uh, we have Columbus, uh, Kosciuszko, and Greenville. So we, we we have 44,000 veterans through two-thirds of the state, and we have um, all specialties, uh, medical specialties, surgical specialties. If it's a specialty we don't have, uh, then we will buy that in the community. Uh, and we have always had to purchase some of the care in the community, uh, and that right now that's called the Choice Program, but we can also purchase it through other means. So um, if... Um, if it's needed, uh, we'll work to see that the care is provided. Uh, there are certain centers, for instance, if somebody needs a transplant, there are certain VAs. For us, those patients often end up going to Houston uh, or to Nashville. Uh, but we even uh, have a, a transplant coordinator, and we send uh, patients for transplants. And so it's the whole spectrum from primary care to mental health to medical and surgical specialty care. And uh, earlier, was you, when you were talking about some of the mental health benefits, it sounds like the VA is trying to be a little bit more proactive and, and reaching out to veterans uh, to, uh, you know, to try to figure out what uh, kind of medical assistance they need and, and, and be a little bit more proactive in, in providing that. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, first, we, we send uh, social workers into the jails uh, to look for veterans, to let the courts know uh, what, what that veteran is eligible for. We can treat veterans that in the past weren't eligible. 
We have using the technology. Uh, we have a, an algorithm that looks at risk and who are the most at-risk veterans uh, for suicide. And then we contact those veterans. We have a suicide prevention coordinator, and, and we, using data analytics, actually reach out to touch those veterans to make sure they're in treatment. We have medical, I mean, we have mental health embedded in primary care. So an individual doesn't have to go to mental health to be seen by mental health. And we have psychiatrists in California, uh, Hattiesburg here in Columbus that see our patients using technology. Uh, and we even do therapy into the home uh, over uh, iPads. Uh, and so we do a lot of different things. We also have uh, homeless, over 400 homeless vouchers. So if a veteran's homeless and needs uh, mental health care and physical care, we get them placed in a, sh- in a home, not a shelter. And we have them in Jackson, Vicksburg, Hattiesburg, Meridian, and Leland, uh, Mississippi. Um, so we have a lot of ways and a lot of more resources than any system out there for treating mental health. And when somebody comes in, we screen. So we regularly screen patients for PTSD, for depression, uh, for those things that could put them at risk for suicide. It's part of a, the regular medical record. It's in there. Uh, and so uh, we, uh, we do those things because we know that um, part, when you have individuals that have been deployed multiple times, and if you look at veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan, you don't ask them if they've been deployed. You ask them how many times, and it's not uncommon to hear three or four years worth of deployments. And so you have to do those things because you have to be ready regardless of where the veteran is uh, for mental health treatment. So a lot of a lot of opportunities and options there for us. You know, I know that the state has a, a wellness program to where uh, employees, state employees can on a regular basis get an annual checkup, that sort of thing, just to kind of keep a check on their health. Is there a similar sort of thing for veterans that where maybe they could come in each year for a checkup just to make sure that their health is, is, is good? So we actually in, in, encourage uh, the, the primary care uh, because many times uh, a veteran, if they're not taking care of their mental health needs, there's a good chance they're not taking care of their medical needs. And so we want them in our in our system so we can actually screen for that. And then we have same-day access uh, in mental health. So if, if somebody needs to see mental health, they're not going to have to wait. If they want to wait, it's not an emergent, it's not today, we can get them in within days uh, for, uh, for, uh, for patients. And so it's part of the uh, regular primary care yearly visits, uh, those mental health questions are asked, uh, or if they want to see mental health in primary care, or if they want to be referred to mental health. So all those are options that are out there. And our electronic health record pushes that. So it's not like you can, uh, you can't ignore it. It's in that system. You have to answer those questions with the veteran. Uh, We're going to take another break. Again, we want to remind you of some events coming up. Uh, We've got uh, two events coming up on Thursday, April 12th. One is in Meridian, a veterans outreach event, uh, and also a state employee health and wellness fair in Jackson that Thursday, both uh, from 930 to 1 p.m. Also a veterans town hall meeting in Greenville on Tuesday, April 17th. Um, And we'll give you more information on those uh, when we get back. You're listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Back with more of the show after this.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives and co-author of the book Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. We're talking veterans uh, benefits this morning with some folks from the VA. In studio with us is Skip Solomon from the VA's National Cemetery Association in Natchez. Tammy Fowler is the Assistant Director at the Jackson VA Regional Office. And we're visiting also with Dr. David Walker, the Medical Center Director for the GV Sonny Montgomery VA Medical Center in Jackson. Uh, The phone lines are open. And again, this is a unique opportunity to learn more about veterans benefits. So give us a call if you have a question at one eight seven seven MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. And again, uh, we were uh, want to share with you some resources uh, to find out information. Uh, Dr. Walker told me about uh, during the break, vets.gov is sort of the overall site that you can go to if you're looking for information. But also there is my health evet.gov uh, that you can find some information there. And the National Call Center is one 800 8 also, we've been talking about some outreach events going on, and uh, uh, Tammy told us that th- uh, Thursday is a busy day. Thursday, April 12th, three events that we'd like to tell you about. There is one at the VA Medical Center in Biloxi. There is one at the Chunky River Harley-Davidson in Meridian, and there is one at the National Guard headquarters in Jackson. All three of those are a chance for uh, you to get your questions answered. VA representatives will be on hand to answer your questions at those three events. Also an event coming up on April 24th uh, in Jackson. It's the Faith-Based and Neighborhood Leaders Outreach event. So, Tammy, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about, uh, this is sort of a different kind of event, but give us some details on, on what's going on there. Well, we're pretty excited about this. This is a national event that's actually come down from our leadership in Washington, D.C., that asked us here in Mississippi if we were willing to do this, and we said absolutely yes. But this is an opportunity for us to reach out to our faith-based, our nonprofit community, and neighborhood clergy and leaders and organizations to learn about the, all of the VA programs and services. Um, it's some of our local and national speakers. Uh, I know we'll have the mayor of Jackson there. We'll have a representative from the governor's office, Dr. Walker, and um, uh, my partner here from the National Cemetery and myself will also be the speakers along with my director, Daryl Brady. So we're pretty excited. Um, this will give us an opportunity to discuss spiritual, medical, and social needs of our recently returning veterans, um, as well as financial and employment and educational concerns uh, for, for all of our veterans. So we're super excited. Uh, they can actually register um, through Eventbrite, and this is a long one, but it's uh, V-A-R-O-E dash jackson dot eventbrite dot com okay and again you during the break you mentioned that this is uh, really aimed at um uh, ways to help get word out to the veterans. You're actually looking for uh, community assistance to to let uh, just let more ways for veterans know what 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 benefits are available to them. Right. It's like what we talked about earlier. It's planting the seed. So helping us spread the word and educate our veterans. And like Dr. Walker also said earlier, is he has his chaplains at his medical facility that reaches out to the other chaplains and ministers in the great state of.
Mississippi. We also invite any of those in the surrounding states, whether it's Alabama or into Louisiana, uh, they're more than welcome to come to this event. It's uh, April 24th. It's from 8 to 4. Um, it's at the Jackson Revival Center. It's at 4655 Terry Road, Jackson, Mississippi. All right. Looks like we've got some more callers on the line. Uh, let's start. A caller in Biloxi's on the line. Good morning. Go ahead, please. Hi. I heard an earlier caller um, talk about a life insurance policy that her father had. My dad was a World War II and a Korean veteran, and he died recently. And I was wondering, how would the family go about determining if their parent had such a policy? All right, there's actually a 1-800 number that you can go to, and I'll give that to you now. It's 1-800-669-8477. And this is something we can probably get posted on the MPB website as well, because I'm not sure if she's driving, and I don't want her texting and driving. (laughs) So again, 1-800-669-8477. Eight four seven seven. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. Thank you. And again, we, if you didn't get that, we'll check our website and we'll have that information there as well. But thank you for calling. Let's move on. Next, we've got uh, Greg in Hickory. Good morning, Greg. You're on the air. Hi. How are you this morning? We're doing good. What do you have for us? Yes, I have a, a, a two-part question. Uh, I'm a disabled vet for no condition, and I also applied for uh, when I got my knee injured in service, and it never recovered. But the thing I got back from the VA said that it wasn't in my records. So I don't, I can't understand that. When I, my, my whole time in service before I left, I was being treated for that condition. Hmm. Uh, any thoughts there? Okay. Um, First of all, to be service-connected for uh, injury that happened in service, it does have to be in your records. Um, and then you also have a current condition that, that we can link back to your military um, injury. Um, if it's ne- negative in your service treatment records, you might could also get some buddy statements from any of your veteran friends that served with you to indicate if you have any pictures, anything else that you can, you know, you know letters home to family um, to help support and corroborate that you did, in fact, injure your knee in service. Okay. Greg, did you have uh, a... Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Uh, when, when I, 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 I sit there and I watch those people annotate those in my uh, Army medical records, and the VA says that it, did, it didn't, didn't happen on active duty. So I don't understand that. Well, if you have a power of attorney um, or a veteran service rep um, in this area, or you can actually go to your local county service officer, we can look at reopening it and see, seeing if we can have another review of your folder done. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, oh, one more question. On the uh, Veterans Cemetery, I'm about two miles from there. And uh, how would I go by, you know, being, uh, being interred there? Well, that's a good question. We recently started a uh, pre-needs eligibility program last year. And with this program, you can actually fill out a form and turn it in with your uh, current discharge paper. And what we do is we go ahead and determine eligibility at this time. And so that's what we would need from you. Um, As far as the eligibility, we talked a little bit earlier about it. Um, It's either two years of active service after uh, 1980, uh, one year of active service prior to. Okay. All right, Doug, Greg, thanks for your call. Um, we've got another call on the line, and it is Jim uh, is on the line. Good morning, Jim. Go ahead. Hi, good morning. Um, 
I am what is known as a transient. Uh, I hate to call, uh, consider myself as being homeless. I'm not from this area. Um, I'm currently living in a tent in a campground um, in the uh, Holly Springs National Forest. Um, what I need to know is where is the nearest facility for me um, to, to um, get my prescriptions refilled? So uh, this is Dr. Walker at the hospital. So the uh, Holly Springs, uh, I believe that uh, Jackson would be, but let me. It's just, just north of Oxford, Holly Springs is. Oh, it's just north of Oxford? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is so, that right? I believe that's right. Uh, so Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Holly Springs is uh, just north of Oxford. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for the nearest facility to, to so, there. I will, if you could search for me while I'm talking, uh, but uh, the Memphis VA has two clinics. One is in, I believe, uh, in Holly Springs, and I think the other oh. is in Tupelo. We'll, we're double-checking that, uh, uh, and then what you would do is uh, go there. So we're, we're searching to get the actual address that we can give you. Okay, uh, or a telephone number. I, I, I have limited um Okay. Uh, so, abilities to, to um, get around. Okay. So, um, uh, well, what we could do is, um, uh, while while we're looking for that number, I, I can give you uh, the uh, the number uh, here in Jackson, and then we can help you. Uh, but yeah, there okay. is a cl- there is a clinic in Holly Springs. I don't have that number in front of me. Uh, okay. But if you call uh, uh, the uh, the number here is uh, area code. Uh, it's it's actually there. I'm sorry, in Holly Springs six six two six six two two five two two five two two five five two. Two five five two, and okay. that is in, that is actually part of the Memphis VA, and okay. just let them know that you are uh, you use the term transient. We use the term traveling veteran. Yeah. Okay. And we are we are set up for that uh, because we know that there are veterans that uh, choose to uh, to live at different places throughout the year. Now, if at any time you wanted to uh, uh, have the VA help you find a place, please know that uh, we don't want any veteran to be homeless. And so uh, we have uh, 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 homeless resources. The Memphis VA has homeless resources wherever you go. And so if you're ever at a point to where you would like to uh, uh, talk to the VA about that, uh, you can uh, certainly call that number for the uh, uh, the actual uh, uh, clinic there. But uh, my homeless coordinator here, her name is Ms. Moore, and her phone number is area code 601-362-4444. And that's the Jackson, Mississippi VA. And then the okay. extension is 55504. Now, e- even though that, that's not in our catchment area, we will yeah. do those things that are needed uh, to help you. All right. Uh, 
I, I appreciate all the information. Thank you. All right, Jim. Thank you for your call. Uh, let's take one final break this hour. We are visiting uh, this hour during Money Talks with folks from the Veterans Administration. Still time to work in a phone call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll be back with more after this. Information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives and co-author of the book, Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. We're visiting today with uh, representatives of the Veterans Administration. We've been talking about benefits available to vets this hour. With us in studio is Skip Solomon from the VA's National Cemetery Administration in Natchez, Tammy Fowler, the Assistant Director at the Jackson VA Regional Office, and Dr. David Walker, Medical Center Director of the G.V. Sonny Montgomery VA Medical Center in Jackson. So, Dr. Walker, before the break, we had a, someone who called, uh, and he was living in a tent uh, in the Holly, near Holly Springs, and so wanted to uh, let you uh, just give a moment to again talk about some of the benefits for for homeless veterans. We we have a program called uh, uh, Housing First, and that is it's to get the veteran uh, in a home. And, and through uh, we use HUD VASH vouchers. We have over four hundred and forty three uh, here in Jackson, Vicksburg, uh, Meridian, Hattiesburg, and Leland outside of uh, Greenville. Uh, we have case managers, and we want to to actually not only get that person. Uh, in a place, but then also help them uh, get their medical needs met. Because oftentimes when folks have been homeless, they haven't been able to take care of their medical needs. And so it's get them in a place, uh, help with case management, get them enrolled in medical care. And then if there are other things that we need to help them with, uh, certainly we will. And, uh, you know, for us, we we don't want any uh, veteran to be homeless. Uh, Hattiesburg was able to declare uh, what we call functional zero, and that is in Hattiesburg that there's no homeless veterans uh, unless they don't want to come in. Uh, and our goal is to, to reach that uh, throughout the state of Mississippi. 
As I mentioned, we're also visiting today with Skip Solomon from the VA's National Cemetery Administration in Natchez. So, Skip, if you could uh, tell us a little bit about uh, benefits for uh, burial and other uh, things when veterans pass away. Definitely. And so here at the National Cemetery Administration, what we offer veterans and their eligible spouses is a uh, gravesite at no charge. We offer them the headstone at no charge and, of course, the perpetual care for life. And unlike private cemeteries and stuff, they struggle every now and then with upkeep. And we have quite a strict standard for upkeep of our cemeteries. As you've noticed, any cemetery you visit, and currently we have 136 national cemeteries nationwide, which includes Puerto Rico and Hawaii. And the only cost that the veteran has to incur is whatever services the funeral home provides to them. Mm-hmm. And so for if they buy the casket and outer liner and stuff like that, that's what they have to pay for. Um, but at our cemeteries, we also already have the uh, outer container or vault is what it's commonly called, uh, free of charge to the veteran. All right. Uh, how many veterans uh, cemeteries are there in Mississippi? In Mississippi, we actually have two active, open uh, national cemeteries, and that would be Biloxi, Mississippi, and Natchez. Uh, We have the two state veteran cemeteries that are ran by the uh, Mississippi State Board, um, which is in Kilmichael and Newton. All right. And I'll say uh, my dad was a veteran, uh, died last year and not buried in a veteran cemetery. But we had someone who came and they had the flag and and folded up the flag and gave it to my mother. And it was it was quite a moving uh, ceremony. So I I really appreciated that. Uh, Let's see if we can work this final call in. And it goes to Gary in New Albany. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. Go ahead. I have a question about VA waivers. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Well, uh, for the, I'm sure the uh, veterans' representatives are aware, but but uh, uh, I'm I'm a retired active Navy and National Guard, an Iraqi veteran, uh, who uh, you know, like everybody else, if you try to plan for your retirement and make sure that your benefits are are accordingly, but. You know, life happens. And in my case, uh, I became uh, disabled, somewhat disabled, not completely, and was able to obtain a 40% disability. But, you know, my disability just really keeps me from being very active, uh, not necessarily because of the disability itself, but because of the side effects. And, uh, I come to find out when I retired uh, and took advantage of my VA home loan that uh, something called the VA waiver went into effect. What it is is it took money from my military retirement pay, uh, and, and instead I got admittedly tax-free disability pay, which is only you know six hundred dollars a month or, or thereabouts. But anyway. They took it away from the military pay, and now uh, uh, I find myself short of funds. I need to uh, hire somebody to repair the house, do things that I can no longer do. And I'm just wondering if there's if there's a solution in 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 the wings to fix things like that. Okay, a um, couple of things. Just kind of give a little background. Um, 
when veterans have military retired pay um, and they are service connected, some veterans um, they can't receive both. So we have the veteran opt in to do: Do you want to receive the military pay? Do you want to see the VA pay? And of course, VA pay is tax free. So, in reference to your question about um, needing, well, I mean that's kind of pointless. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's fair. You, you, you do the uh, twenty years or twenty five or whatever, and you come out with just disciplines you never figured you was going to have. I don't think anybody figures they gonna, they're going to have, and, and they turn around and then they uh, done you essentially, that, you know, which is a colloquial term down here in the South for having a disability. When in fact, what you should be doing, you should be getting some extra disability pay to compensate you and to allow you to live a better lifestyle. I mean, I absolutely agree, you know, with you as far as your service and your entitlements. I think one thing you could do is call our 1-800-827-1000 number and talk to one of our claims representatives there to determine if any laws have changed that will allow you to receive dual entitlement to both because th- there may be a change. It's been in effect since you were awarded your 40%. So that's one avenue. The second is you talked about repairs to your home. We, we do have a VA home loan program to where whether you have a current VA loan on it or not, you can actually go in and do what's called a 90% cash out refinancing. And if you owe if you owe less than what the house is appraised for, the balance between those two, you can actually get the difference. And can, you can use those funds, as long as you qualify income and credit-wise, use those funds to repair your home. All right, uh, Gary, thanks for your call. Uh, as we wrap up, I want to repeat some uh, information we've given to you. First of all, the National Call Center is 1-800-827-1000. And also you can go to vets.gov or myhealthevet.gov for information. Also, Dr. Walker told me about the Veterans Crisis Line. That number is 1-800-273-8255, and then you'll press 1. And also uh, some outreach events that we want to tell you about. Three taking place Thursday, April 12th, one at the VA Medical Center in Biloxi, one in Meridian at the Chunky River Harley-Davidson, and one at the Mississippi National Guard headquarters in Jackson. Also, on the 17th of April, there is uh, an outreach event at the Washington County Convention Center in Greenville. This information will be on our website if you need uh, to uh, reference that. That's going to wrap us up for today. Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. want to thank our guests, uh, Skip Solomon, Tammy Fowler, and Dr. David Walker. Coming up next, it's In Legal Terms. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Money Talks, heard only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.